Hello, everybody. Welcome to the SideQuest Podcast. My name is Luke. And I'm BJ. And it's been, it's been a week. I don't know how to intro these. I hope you know that. Like, every week, it's always like, well, we're back. And it's like, well, we haven't been gone. We needed to start doing cold open stuff. I, I actually want to try to do those, but uh, I don't know how to cold open it. <laughs> like, you just start with the DK rap and then go from there. Start start going through just... No, we got to start the Pokemon rap. So you start going through each one, but uh, I only do the Pokemon that Markiplier smashed to. <laughs> Catch him, catch him, gotta smash them all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, it's been a week. Uh, me and BJ, we've seen each other like once, I think, in between that. And it was uh, Saturday night, yeah, right? BJ got me a present. Yep. So if you want to explain the situation, go ahead. So in Fairview, there's a new little comic book store that sells like little collectibles and things like that. It's not very big at all, but um, they had a little like convention day kind of thing. He wants to build it up and make it bigger next year, but uh, he basically just had like some food vendors and stuff and then, you know, sold some special stuff at the store. So I went in, checked it out. Um, I found a Elseworld story that really interested me called Castle the Bat for like two bucks. Is it the vampire one? I think it's like a Frankenstein thing, it looks like, because the the front cover has, like, Batman, but he has stitches on his forehead, and he's, like, in one of those electric Tesla coil chair things. Because I I know there's a vampire one where, like, Batman and Joker are vampires, Mm. and I'm like, all right, cool, cool. But, yeah, I'm very into, like, mixing Batman with gothic horror, so I had to pick that one up. I got a, um, like, a little pin. I collect, like, enamel pins. And uh, this one, it looks like it had come with some Pokemon card set, but it was Pikachu, and it had a piece on it with a magnet that you could turn, and it can either be the surfing Pikachu or the Pikachu tied to the balloons, depending on how you turn this thing. So that was pretty cute. That was two bucks. And then I found, um, just on a table, Death in the Family, the original collected four-issue special, and I was like, I need to get this shit for Luke. So, uh... Yeah, it, it was cool because we were talking. And he just goes, "Hey, I got something. This little Comic Con for you." And I'm like, "All right." And he's like, "I can drop it off at your house after you get at like at some point." I'm like, "Well, I work late." Uh, he's like, "Well, we can do it Tuesday." And I and I was like, "Well, I don't want to wait because now I want to know what this is." And so I was just like, "You just want to go grab something to eat or whatever after work?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm down." So he went, and uh, in between that, so I went on break and I was just at Barnes and Noble because I was going to pick up some comics anyway. And I I saw a comic book that I have been getting telling BJ to read. I was like, no, you got to read this. You got to read this series. It's great. And so I, I went ahead and just said, fuck it, and bought it for him. So we both met up and pretty much just exchanged gifts. Yeah. And it was really cool because, like, you know, it, for those, I guess, who don't know, I'm a huge Jason Todd fan. You've Red Hood. So the fact that I now have the original, I guess, printing or, I guess, of, like, the, the collected volume of death in the family is really cool because it's it was one of because the ironically that was the first like comic i had ever read like when it actually was like i'm gonna read a full storyline was mm-hmm. a death in the family so yeah it was really cool and I'm, I'm i appreciate that dog i'm glad you liked it i haven't started uh white knight yet but it it looks really good and i'm very excited to see what the joker is like when he's not insane White White Knight as a, as a concept is so because y- if you read it you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of animated series like you know 
ideas. You're That's gonna see, the shit I'm all about. You're going to see a lot of, like, you know, really cool, just, like, okay. Like, because they, they make mention to, like, an, like straight-up animated series episodes. Like, uh, the animated series episode where, like, Harley, you know, Batman gets Harley a dress. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's like a thing where they mention, and like it comes back up in Curse of the White Knight. I'm currently reading the Harley Quinn side story, uh, but yeah, the Sean Murphy's whole White Knight universe he's building is great because he's he's apparently got more in in store. We've got I showed I showed him uh, BJ that he's starting this month. He's got Batman Beyond the White Knight. Yeah, I'm very excited to get to that point. We we've got a Nightwing and Batgirl and Red Hood uh, store like side stories coming out. Um, and he's going to do his own version of the Justice League. And that's dope. So I'm like, I'm all in on, on Sean Murphy just kind of doing his own DC universe. But uh, I know Sean is someone who's like very finicky because he, I think there was an interview he's doing where he, he didn't really want DC to use uh, like the White Knight stuff without his permission, which he understands that they can do that. Yeah. Because technically it's their property. But he's like, I just, you know, I kind of want to be involved to use my stuff. Yeah, he he wants it to be the way he wants it to be, and I don't think that's too much to a- ask. Apparently, for. somebody in DC was saying, oh, they 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 used White Knight as a template for the movie, and he started getting very like antsy of just like, really? And so apparently, when he went to go see the movie, first thirty minutes, he was like just in his chair, like squirming, just like, please don't actually like. And so then he was like, oh, they're not really using any of my shit. Cool. Yeah. So. I, I thought, I, I really hope he continues this because I hope DC doesn't fuck it because I really want this to do really well. Um, I'm going to turn this off. I have Elden Ring on behind me because I was playing it before BJ got here. Um, I uh, we, Speaking of the movie, we have to mention that Paul Dano, the actual Riddler, is writing a Riddler book so, in that universe. Yeah, they're getting a Black Label book, which I, I, have, I have been reading way more Black Label than I have any other like comic run from DC because every Black Label book is just pick up, put down. And they all do a good job of like, oh, I don't have to read the extended lore of Wonder Woman. And I think that's it makes it more interesting that way because it's not, okay, you can't use this because they're tied up doing this. Like, if he wants to use Superman or whatever the fuck, he can just be like, all right, Superman's here, and this is what's going on with him, without being like, well, Superman's here, and after the new 52 and all this bullshit. Well, so, like, right now, Red Hood is caught up with Task Force Z, which is a zombie suicide squad led by Red Hood. Mm-hmm. Ironically, because he raised from dead, whatever. Um, but it's, like, a fun horror kind of story. Like, it's meant to be not taken as serious as a Red Hood story should be. But they're going to get... Uh, the, so... Red Hood and the Outlaws, uh, like pretty much the main storyline ended at issue 50 and they got a new team to write on 51 and 52 and then it stopped because they, they did the, the urban legend story that I told you about. And then the, I think that team is going to go write Red Hood again. I don't know if it's going to be with his own solo series or something, but they're going to do something with Red Hood. And, um, yeah, he can't be like, but they can't use Red Hood in other stories because well, task force Z is happening. Yeah. And he's with his zombie squad over there, and it's like, fuck, dude. And Speaking of which, I did start uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws, and I thought it was really fucked up that he was just going to shoot Bizarro in the back of the head like fucking Lenny from Of Mice and Men. So you were starting Rebirth, Red Hood and the Outlaws, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so as much as I love that, I really think you got to go back. 
I will, but because uh, there's a point in Red Hood and the Outlaws where something happens and it doesn't hit you unless you have read the original run. Because that's the whole point was that Jason's having to learn to be in a team again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, the Bizarro stuff. Like again, that Rebirth Outlaws are great. I think Artemis is amazing. Bizarro's amazing, and like that version of Jason, like Scott Lobdell, I think works better at that point because he was like I have this really cool idea for Jason and it was less of him being this snarky asshole in the first run and more of well no he's actually like he's he's kind of matured he's just kind of figuring himself out yeah and they do a good job so but yeah Red Hood Red Hood and the Outlaws is great but yeah like that that's a good example of like oh yeah well we can't use like they had to make a new Bizarro for Red Hood and the Outlaws because that's that was the point was they're going to do the Dark, the Dark Trinity but I think it was Bendis was writing Superman and he wanted to use Bizarro yeah. so they had to do two Bizarros just so they could fundamentally go no here you go and so they depowered Red Hood and the Outlaws Bizarro for that mm-hmm. specific reason but yeah comics are weird but Black Label is really cool which you should definitely read some of those if you ever want to borrow I've got, I've got Wonder Woman Dead Earth uh, the Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo one they did, and a couple, and the White Knight stuff, obviously. But nice. Black Label is just my favorite, and I'm super hyped for Riddler Year One. Hell the fact, yeah. the fact that Paul Dano is writing it too is makes it so cool. Can't wait to see how many times he goes on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, and so this is apparently supposed. To, I I don't know if it's. What I want to know is: is it gonna be? before the movie or is it going to be like before and during the movie so we get like the full riddler storyline i think it'll start like when he shows up or it'll end when he shows up like in the movie just to like tie it all together Mm -hmm. because yeah that's something i'd be very interested in because the way paul dano played that character was great and i think the fact that he's gonna write a comic about the character he played i think is great because we've never really seen that before either like someone playing a character and then writing an actual comic book well did you see that interview where uh they were talking about like theories for the batman Mm -hmm. and and the one of the theory was something about the court of the owls and both robert pattinson and paul dan were like that's a great story so it's like, oh, they care. Like they actually like the Batman mythos enough, that, like that Paul Dana was like, even mentions like, oh yeah, it was the first of a new run of Batman. It's like, well, he knew that much, mm-hmm. so he obviously knows something about comics. And the fact that he's willing to write a Riddler comic for the character he played, I think shows a love of the medium. Yeah, and I'm I'm all for that. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one. So, but yeah, uh, I guess before we. T- get too caught up into comics again uh what have you been playing this week man elden ring yep uh i'm fucking killing it i'm a badass in elden ring after watching and hearing your stories <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not good at uh these games like i it took me forever to beat dark souls 3 it took me forever to beat bloodborne and i didn't even get the good ending to bloodborne so i'm just like fuck it but elden ring is one that i'm like legitimately trying and like but i'm not the way elden ring's mechanics work Mm-hmm. Like the way you level up and all this other stuff. I'm like, okay, so I get what they're going for. But like, for me, it's like, but like, I, but does this just not mean this makes it stronger? Or what does this mean for this? Like the only stat realistically that I think makes the most sense is vigor. Cause it's just like, it's more health. Mm-hmm. So you get more, more hits you can take. Right. Everything else is just based on, well, okay. Can I wield this weapon efficiently and everything like stuff like that? Like, can I use magic good and not just like, one or two spells and I'm out. Well, the the first like four on the list, it's like vigorous health, 
mind is your like mana bar strength obviously you know your strength and then dexterity is your uh like endurance so those four are all like things that you can see and then pretty much everything after that is okay can you use this type of magic effectively and all that stuff so it really depends on what you're trying to use i guess um last night i got the river rivers of blood katana and i also finished ranny's quest line and it was amazing did you marry ranny uh well kind of she's she kind of like i don't want to spoil too much but you you get the ring and it's you put it on her and she's like all right sick you're my lord now and then she's like i'm gonna wait for you in the night sky and then she disappears and um the one of the best characters in the game is Blade, the half-wolf. And uh, his story is pretty, like, fun and lighthearted until you get to, like, the end of it, and then it's very not fun or lighthearted. And uh, he does have a really cool armor set, though. Um, but, yeah, I, I loved every minute of that. The ending of Rainy's Quest gets you to a new area that's very, like, mystical and, like, starry and stuff. Um, and there's a dragon up there that kicked my ass, and I keep going back to him because he ran away from me the first time I tried to kill him. Um, but yeah, it's it's fantastic. I love this game, and I think you just need to grind. I well, that's the thing is like right now because I'm I'm looking at like most players and where they're at, like level wise where they're at. I feel like I grinded a bit too much early game because. There was a point where it's before I'm beating Margate, right? Mm -hmm. And then I'm sitting here trying to just farm against these other things. And, like, all the regular people aren't giving me enough, you know, runes. I, I have to go fight the Titans just to get a thousand easy. And so I'm like, I feel like I leveled up too much with my base level before I realized that, oh, I probably should have just upgraded my weapon more. And, and stuff like that. Because because uh, Mar Margate as a first boss is annoying as shit. But... It kind of is there, I think, to really help you learn the mechanics. Of like, no, summon things. Like, mm -hmm. actually use the mechanics we give you to make this game easier. Because, yeah, you can go in and beat them like a normal Souls boss, which is just dodge roll, hit, dodge roll, back, whatever. But they make a full point of, no, here's a summon thing right next door. Like, by that time, you should have had the bell that lets you get summon, you know, summon beasts. It's like do that do something like i i beat market with wolves and using that fucking wizard guy who you can summon yep because the game is like no do this and so it i think as a first boss well yeah knowing as shit is a good way of you preparing you for what's to come and then godric was not nearly as hard as the other one which i think it's because i just upped my level too high so well, by the time i went to godric and i'm and i, and I have a, a sword that's already like plus seven or whatever the heck it was at that point my, I'm doing like decent damage to him, and then I have both a jellyfish in the background, and then Warrior Woman helping me out. Well, so. Godric is just across the board easier. Yeah, um, like his attack patterns are much easier to telegraph and dodge out of the way of. And which, to be fair, he's technically the first like real boss of the story. Yeah, he's he's the first actual like demigod. Yeah. So, but. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely once I beat what's her face, I think I'm gonna have I'm gonna have you help me spec out. I'm just gonna show you where to grind, cause there's one area where you're at right now where I was at, and I was like, okay, if I just stay here for like an hour or two, I'm gonna level up like a fuck ton. All right. And then after that, I'll show you where to level up next. Which is the bird. The bird. Okay. And uh, that will be like, okay, I never have to worry about anything ever again. Yeah. Well, and that's what's funny is like there are probably some people out there going, that's cheating. 
fucking who cares? Yeah, I mean, it, like if if you're doing like I did in the early game, where it's like, okay, you want to kind of like keep everything evened out on your points. Going to the bird spot is gonna give you like, okay, this is your new forte, because you can just add like. 20 points into one thing and be like, all right, I'm the strength guy now. I'm the dexterity guy now. So uh, I, th I think it really helps for, like, building what kind of class you want to be. So. Because um, I still think this game is probably the best game of this year, which, granted, it's only March. But still, I think just as, as a whole, when you look at Elden Ring and, like, what it did right because it's now become such a popular game in, in the in the mainstream yeah it's outsold all of the games before it it outsold dark souls one through three outsold bloodborne and outsold Sek sekiro it is on its way like it it's so insane to me and the fact that the fact that i'm seeing this on tiktok and not just like because i'm liking eldering videos like i'm seeing like posts of like girls talking about like my boyfriend keeps playing Elden Ring. It's getting really annoying. And it's like a dude you would look at and go, oh, he doesn't really play video. Like he's playing on like a smaller TV, but he's got like a PS4. But it's like, oh, but he's playing Elden Ring. It's, yeah. it's this idea of like Elden Ring somehow has pushed past, um, you know, the general gaming discourse and is now like, yeah, it's doing that like Breath of the Wild thing, Red Dead Redemption 2 thing, where I feel like now we're at a point where FromSoft games are going to become... Like a G, not necessarily in in you know magnitude, but like a GTA in that, in, in the sense of its popularity yeah. and like it's social rich. magnitude. Yeah, but it's great. I, I fucking love this game. Yeah, well, I was talking to Joey on the phone last night, and he was like, "Man, you guys really make me want to play Elden Ring." And I was like, "Do it, pussy. <laughs> Just buy Elden Ring." And he was like, "No, I have to play all these games that everyone tells me to play." And he still has my copy of Nier Automata and have, hasn't touched it. He has a copy of Mass Effect that I bought him. Yeah. Honestly, and this is for, this is to Joey. Joey, if you're listening, which you should be, you're a friend, you, you support He's this podcast. listen to all of them. Joey, disregard every game you have on your list and just play Elden Ring right now. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I, I did that. I have games that I have been playing... I mean, I even talked about it on this podcast. We were going to do a Xenoblade Chronicles spoiler cast. And I dropped Xenoblade for Elden Ring, and I have yet to go back. Yep. I dropped... I've I've now dropped Final Fantasy Origin to play more Elden Ring. And I like Final Fantasy Origin. I dropped... I haven't even touched Project Triangle Strategy because of Elden Ring. So, yeah. like, I it's it's one of those games that will suck you in if you have <coughs> it because of the way the world is built, the combat, the, the way you, you evolve... And I, I'm doing this as someone who's not good at this game. Like, I'm not good at these games, and I love this game. So, yeah, I think Elden Ring just as... It, it needs to be the game people play. And I... I, I mean, fuck, I, I haven't played Horizon, and I own that game. Yeah. So I, I want to play Horizon, but I know it's not as good as Elden Ring. And uh, I really want to pick up Ghostwire today, but I do not have the Oh, is that out now? It is out today. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that, I don't know, it's been getting like 7 out of 10 as like a general review score. I mean, that's, people. that's where I thrive, is the yeah. 7 out of 10s, because it's that shit where it's like, okay, the gameplay might not be perfect, it might not be the best thing, it might not be super fluent or whatever, but the story that they put into it, you know that shit's gonna slap. 
and the the whole aesthetic of Ghostwire and just everything about it. I've been following it since its announcement, and I'm very excited to try it. I just am a broke bitch. Yeah. So, I'm I'm gonna have to start like really worrying about what games to buy, especially in these next couple of months. Yeah, these next couple of months, me moving out. And all this other stuff. So that's that's going to be a, a nightmare of like, well, what game do I really want to play? Yeah. I think I'm just going to start getting into like longer games. That is going to take me a while so I can get my money's worth out of it. But who knows? I know I know for a fact Hogwarts Legacy and God of War too that I'm excited for. But And Gotham Knights if we ever get a fucking trailer. Yeah. I mean, we have, what, like one trailer at this point? One trailer and we still don't know how any of these characters really play. Except, yeah. like, or okay, we know how Batgirl and Robin play, but not the two best characters, Nightwing and Jason. Yeah. That's the thing. I also just don't like their, their Red Hood outfit. It's very weird. I'm, I, like, I'm glad we can change the outfits, because I'm changing that shit so You know so you got to be able to change outfits in a Batman game. <laughs> they got to, dude. I, I want to be able to commit credit card fraud on this Batman <laughs> game. <laughs> I think it's like uh, growing up in like the early 2000s, like late 90s, like everybody my age knows about all the fucking awful Spider-Man and Batman figures where it was just like, hey, make him like white with like a purple outline and like this, we'll just call it like the thermal suit or some shit like that. I have so many fucking Batman figures that have nothing to do with anything that's ever existed and are impractical as fuck as outfits and like that is just like how part they... of Batman <laughs> exactly, and that's how they do the video games. Like Spider Man Two, they'll just be like, "Hey, remember this fucking obscure McDonald's toy from the '90s? Put it in the game as a suit." So I think my favorite suit in Spider Man, just because how stupid it is, is like the weird cyborg with like the shredder arm yeah. and like the, the eye, and I'm just like, "What the fuck is this?" My uh. I remember playing Arkham City and they had the Yellow Lantern Batman, which had never existed. And I was like, this is the tightest shit that I've ever seen in my entire life. The art, it's funny because, like, so when I play those games, I gotta play Arkham games or any of the others. My first run through of those games is always with a the base bat suit. Because mm-hmm. I want to experience it the way the, the game wants me to. And then if, if I go back to it, I'm like, fuck it. Give me all the weird shit. Because I... Batman Beyond suit that doesn't work in this universe. (laughs) The one they did for Arkham Knight was so cool. Where it's just a fucking, like, just tank, pretty much, as a human. But, see, that's that's what makes me really excited for uh, if they do, like, a live-action Batman Beyond ever. Because I want to see what that suit would look like. Yeah, me too. To me, it would... I think it would just be very similar to, (laughs) to, like the nanotech like skin tight iron man suits yeah i i think so too because that's how i always perceived it in the uh the series yeah well the thing that got me was the mouth it was a mask they pulled over and all of a sudden he has a mouth yeah and i'm just like i'm sorry what yeah i think they'll have to do something about that this is a this is a thing i i, I found on the internet of a batman beyond thing I like that. Yeah, it's it's pretty much like a it looks like carbon fiber like weaved whatever thing and the the suit has a mouth on it still too. So I'm like, I don't know, I don't know how they do it, but I don't know, I think I think it'd be cool. Hell yeah. But um yeah, I hope I hope Gotham Vice is good. I hope um Hogwarts Legacy is good. They they announced there's no multiplayer for that, which I'm a little upset because I'm going to be real with you. They could have made competitive Quidditch. 
Yeah. I would have been all over that shit. That's true, but also, like, the Harry Potter games that I remember are all, like, uh, the GameCube ones. Yeah. And that was always just, like, a single-player Hogwarts adventure. The the thing that gets me with this, I don't know if you've seen the trailer for it, or the gameplay overview, right? Hey, they're going full RPGs. So you, you have companions you can meet. They didn't say romance, so we'll see where that goes for that side. But you can be friends with them, you can... And, the, the more friends you have, they become companions. Mm-hmm. You can actually take with you certain places. But the one that got me, right? So you get to build potions. You can change your looks, change all that stuff. The thing that got me the most was the fact that at the end of the trailer, they show your player character using the killing curse. Ooh. And I'm over here going, is there a morality system in this game? Because if so, I'm about, to do, I'm about to be the most racist, toxic wizard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. On a second pl- I'm going to beat Voldemort... You can't say racist and wizard in the same <clears throat> sentence without conjuring KKK images. <laughs> Shit. I didn't think about that. <laughs> no, well, and that's what's funny, right? It is... It's weird, because, like, again, uh, as always, fuck JK Rowling. But, like, I'm surprised we didn't figure this shit out sooner, because remember, she's got the goblin, or, like, the house elves who are slaves, but they like it, though. Yeah. And, and remember, Dobby's the weird one because he wants to be free. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And this. Pretty cringe. It's, it's one of those things where, like, you didn't think about when you read the books as a kid. Well, yeah, because you're a child and it's well, like. Well, even adults didn't really think about it. Teehee funny elf. Well, even, like, even when you watch the movies, like, even, no, I didn't hear any adults talking about it. Like, no one really meant, did this. It was in hindsight when you think about how JK is, you're like, well, shit. Yeah. And so I'm just like, ah, that's kind of fucked. But uh, that's a that's also a really interesting game because uh, of the whole controversy behind it. Um, we talked a little bit about it, but I was watching some podcasts and pretty much people were like, look, uh, the general consensus that I see on this game is that look, no, we're like, you're not a bad person if you buy the game and play the game because it's a video game. Enjoy your life, do whatever. Just know the instances around it and you can still like because the way the way that i'm doing it is i'm just going to donate what i pay for mm-hmm. to an organization that supports you know trans community that's at least my my way because i i was either that or if i if if i'm if i can't afford it i'm gonna wait for a second hand copy so either or one of the ways jk's not getting my money specifically and yeah. in a positive light for her so if she gets my sixty dollars or however much she gets out of that sixty, she's probably getting like two bucks out of that. Cool. Shit. Well, I'm donating Honestly. sixty or six, whatever, or seventy, whatever the fuck the games cost. Yeah, depending on which console. I don't know. Apparently, I think it's seventy across the board. Even on like PS4. I think so. Damn. Which is weird. I think I could have read that thing wrong. They're today. trying to stop people from buying PS4 copies for their PS5. I guarantee you. Well, I don't think this one. It doesn't have an upgrade path, so I think it's just it's that or that. So you gotta pick one hmm. um but i don't get in a series x anyway so i don't care uh yeah but like it sucks too because like the whole art versus artist thing is a lot harder to, to do when the artist is still making money off the thing yeah like uh i mentioned like kevin spacey a lot because i love baby driver it's one of my favorite movies i still own it um but i'm not gonna let him ruin that movie for me because again Kevin Spacey is playing a character in a movie and it's like <clears throat> I can I can separate it because Kevin Spacey isn't making money off 
me watching it on my Blu-ray that I already paid for way back before we thought he was a piece of shit. Yep. So it's the same thing with like, you know, if you own the Harry Potter movies, watching them again is not going to make you a bad person because like Dana Radcliffe's not a bad person. Emma Watson's not a bad person. You know what I mean? Like these characters, these people aren't bad people. And a lot of them disagree with JK Rowling. A lot of them fundamentally disagree with her, but it's, it's like Harry Potter has become so, so a part of a lot of people's lives Mm -hmm. that it, it it is a cultural phenomenon that where even though, yeah, JK makes money off of it. It's a thing of like, a lot of like a lot of people I feel have, I mean, Harry Potter probably helped people come out. You know what I mean? Yeah. uh, There, that is something to think about. Like it's, it's not, she wrote the books. Yes. But at this point, they're really not just hers. Like there's, they belong to the community now and the people that are keeping it alive, which she has barely any hand in. Well, that's the thing is like, you know, we can all complain as much as we want. Secrets of Dumbledore is going to make a shit ton of money in the box office. This Hogwarts Legacy game is going to make a shit ton of money. Um, my my thing with that is that like, is yeah, she gets money for this stuff, but like compared comparatively to like what she would get if I bought her new book. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or if, if I bought a thing she wrote, like that Ichabok book she wrote, I was like, I'm not fucking touching that the 10 foot pole speaking of which nobody should ever read harry potter and the cursed child it's, it's dog bad. shit fan fiction and uh you can find better shit on wattpad you can yeah honestly like that's what's so funny about that is i i have read my fair share of harry potter fan fiction that makes cursed child look like shit i would rather read my immortal <laughs> than read harry potter and the cursed child i don't know if i'd go that far because my immortal is one of, is the most self indulgent, but it's so entertaining. <laughs> it's one of those things where you're just like, man, like if you ever wanted to just open a dictionary and look up the term "daddy issues," <laughs> that's there somewhere. Yeah, because like you can tell it's the most self insert. I I'm 14 and this is deep type shit, <laughs> and it's like Jesus. Yeah. You want to talk about a, you want to talk about fan fiction that's entertaining though that Super Smash Bros fan fiction the one that's the, the longest, longest piece, piece of, of English literature yep yep that's hilarious that's so funny to me that no matter what we do that's the longest piece of English literature ever yeah I mean someone could surpass it but no one's willing to <laughs> yeah like oh man it's so good I just love that that's a thing that we can look back at and go yeah this thing. But, um, yeah, so, what what else have you been playing? You said you dropped into Fortnite a bit? Yeah, I, I did play some Fortnite. This new season is awesome. They removed the building, um, so all those people are probably upset. Well, but yeah, it, it, it's funny, because, uh, I don't mean to interrupt you for that one. No, you're good. A lot of people, it's been very fun to see the discourse online. Mm-hmm. People like Ninja, Shroud, all the people who played Fortnite back in the day are like, yo, I'm having fun again. And then you can tell the people who aren't good at the FPS part, like the shooting part, but are like could build super high and like pop shots. Yeah. They're not liking the game anymore. And that's that's my favorite thing about it is that a lot of my friends are now jumping in because they're like, oh, this is this has a chance to be fun for me. Do you do you think that because they're probably going to bring the building back? 
Eventually, I think they will. And if they do, I hope that it's slightly changed. Well, I hope they keep a game mode of no building. I mean, they they definitely will at this point because there's still the um the imposters mode that's still going. That's basically just Fortnite Among Us. Um, so I think it'll definitely be a game mode forever. One one thing that I, I've <coughs> I, which I we need to shout this out. Uh, Epic is giving all of the Fortnite money from I think now to like April something. All to Ukraine benefit. Yeah, they which is uh, great. They're even advertising it in game, which is awesome. Um, yeah, any any bit of money you spend in that game is going to Ukraine uh, humanitarian benefits. So yeah, that's I, really cool. I have not been uh, looking too much at the shop. They haven't had too much that interests me in the last couple of days. But I have been buying levels um, in the battle pass with just my extra V bucks. So it's nice to know that I'm getting something and Ukraine is getting something. Yeah. Well, and that that's what's cool about something like Fortnite is that like it's literally a, a thing where they they're not making profit for like I think it was what at like a couple weeks. Yeah. Which is pretty much they're they're pretty much taking their opening most of their sales that would come out of this would come from here. And obviously it's a tax write off. You when you look at it and like if you want to be a cynic. Right. But like the fact that all that money is still going to Ukraine. Like say what you want, be as cynical as you want. The that's, money's still getting there, yeah, and like, that's awesome. That's the thing is, like, at least it's getting there. Yeah, but um, but I, uh, I'm cool with that. That's really cool. Yeah, I uh, I convinced Joey to download it last night, so Joey has Fortnite on his PlayStation Five, which I never thought I'd see. Hey, Joey, <clears throat> get in. Let's get them trios, bro. Yeah, I'm I'm totally down for that. And uh, I played with Garrett yesterday, who hadn't had it in a long time. Um, and he re-downloaded it, and he seemed to be having fun, so that was cool. I uh, I generally use the Batman zero point skin because it's it's just a nice like commando Batman looking thing, and yeah. the cape on it that converts into the glider is super cool. Um, I have all pretty much all the DC skins that you can get. Uh, I ha- I have Flash, the Harley Quinns, Poison Ivy, Joker, the Batman and Catwoman stuff. I don't have Arrow, which I think was a, a crew exclusive. So I, I have that. Arrow. Yeah, but um, I dude, I will say this, and because I, I had a dream about this last night, if Red Hood is ever in Fortnite, I don't care if I go bankrupt. I'm dropping the cash to get everything associated with his his pack. I think that's, <clears throat> I think that's coming. They have, uh, I think Robin is in it somewhere, like part of a pack somewhere. But um, <clears throat> as soon as gotham knights comes out i think they'll do nightwing batgirl and uh red hood it as better like be a... classic of those though because I, I want i want i think they'll red do hood. two styles for each I, I want classic leather jacket red hood i want like i, I want the goofy ass classic nightwing like yeah the, the, the disco nightwing and, like, yeah and the feathers yeah as long as it's not grayson or <laughs> The red. I'm, I'm cool with Grayson. Like I like that comic, especially it's, if it's a switchable style. Yeah, the red. I'm cool with them ditching the red for Batgirl. I want them to do the classic and then like Burnside. Yeah, the Burnside comics one or the Arkham one where it's like armored. Oh yeah, I love Dude, that look. The, any all the Arkham suits are great. I have a poster from that DLC on my wall still. Where it's yeah. her facing Joker. That that DLC was good. I actually thought that DLC was going to end with her getting shot in the spine. I did too. I was full going. Are they really going to do it? But they okay, they didn't. I was like, good, thank God, because I was I was like full waiting when when they shut off the DLC for that. I'm like, they're gonna they're gonna do Oracle. 
but they didn't. They they didn't show us that. They just said, "No, killing joke happened off screen." Yeah, they Which, do a lot of that in the Arkham games. But um, for those that don't know, canonically, the way that they get rid of the Batman who laughs is they just send him to Fortnite in the comics. Oh yeah, is that really how they get rid of him? Yeah, he he shows up, and uh, Batman and the Foundation, who is like the the Rock protagonist of Fortnite right now. They go to uh, Metropolis, and all the Trinity's main villains are there helping the Batman who laughs. And then uh, they win, and the way they win is they push that motherfucker through the portal, and he just canonically lives in Fortnite now. So, what? A, what? No one wants to be in that. What a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I well, cause it's funny, cause in um, cause you have obviously metal and death metal that are like about the Batman who laughs realistically. Mm-hmm. But I still love that in their Fortnite comic, they're like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Because he, he was very much like, in, to, to, to me at least, as someone who doesn't have, like, who doesn't follow comics religiously, like, you know, week to week to week, or month to month. I followed that miniseries because I knew it was just going to be like six or seven issues. Well, like, I mean, like, the overall, like, when they did the Year of the Villain and all this other stuff, and the Batman Who Laughs was used in everything. Yeah. At a point where I think, yeah, no wonder people don't like him as much because, yeah, they just kept seeing him. Oh, well. <laughs> Here's our Batman and Superman team up, but well, the Batman who laughs is the villain. It's like fucking shit. Yeah. Here's Hell Arisen and all this other stuff. It's the Batman who laughs. Oh, well, the year of the villain. Well, it's the Batman who laughs getting his villains. Oh, we're we're in death metal. It's the Batman who laughs again. And it's like he was just there for like a good like fucking five years. Yeah, it was too much, too fast. I think. And like, what what makes it worse is that like the Batman who laughs is Bruce Wayne, right? Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite parts in the in in the in the Batman Who Laughs mini comic was the idea that he tricked a blind uh, elevator dude by just speaking. Yeah. So he's like, "Oh, Mr. Wayne." It's like, "Oh, yeah." And but it's in it's the Batman Who Laughs like full costume, and I'm like, "Oh, that's fuck it. That's fucked up." Yeah. And and then it's like, because I think DC Universe put him in the game once, and he was like, you know, all Joker eyes and talking creepily, and I'm like, that's. I, I, I think he should talk about that, but then be able to do Bruce's voice. Yeah. Because I think it'd be hilarious. I liked in the uh, the Batman and Superman one, the way that they beat him is that Batman and the Joker teamed up, and the Joker was like, well, you, you're you not me. You don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. That was I, that was in Metal, I think. Okay, maybe Metal. Because the Batman, Batman and Superman one is them finding out which of the, like, who is the Batman who last put his toxin into. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, what are the secret seven or whatever the heck they called it? Because, um, yeah, in, in Dark Knight's Metal, it is this thing of Batman and, and, and him fighting. And it's the Joker shows up and is like, bitch, I don't like how you look. You look fucking stupid. And uh, plus ratio from the Joker. Honestly, yeah. The Joker has been weird. Like Scott Snyder, his Joker has just been the weirdest because it goes from like the first time you actually see him is the most serial killer-esque shit. Like, the most brutal Joker we've gotten up to that point. Yeah. I mean, I also just love, by the way, that it... The Joker ripped his face off pre-New 52. And then when they reboot the universe, they go, no, but that still happened. (laughs) And have him with the the taped-on face or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem with New 52. There's a lot of that shit that just doesn't make sense. 
But let's, uh, let's get back to games. I just realized we got off onto comics again. Yeah, but yeah, Fortnite. It's really good. Uh, they added. They not only took away building, but they added the sprint, um, and vaulting. I saw the mantling thing. Yeah, yeah. So that shit's cool. There's a lot of traversal options to make up for building, and I like it a lot more now. Um, it feels like the map is. It feels like there's more respect for the map in a way because it's like okay, you can just. You know, look at something, run through a building without, like, tearing down from here to up there and just building ramps. Um, and I think it adds more strategy to how you're going to have to, like, take cover and things like that. Can you still break buildings? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and there's uh, there's kind of, like, little war zones, like, throughout the map. Um, like, IO has taken over some places. There's tanks and things now that I think you can take over, but I've only ever, like, murked them. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I'm level 20 right now and the, um, the battle pass characters look really nice for this one. Uh, there's basically like a knockoff, like Gears of War, Iron Man looking guy, um, Suki 2.0, who's like the robot schoolgirl. But this one has like these really cool, like detached pigtails. Um, there's a fin boy that looks like Venti from Genshin Impact, Dr. Strange, and then I was gonna say I think Doctor Strange was the was the, the the character like the the crossover character for the Battle Pass. Well, there's two. Oh, uh, Doctor Strange is the last page, and then the extra rewards for this season, weirdly, is the Prowler, Miles Morales' uncle. <laughs> do we even have Miles in the game? No. What the? F- why? <laughs> I don't know. That's why I'm like, why did they do that? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, it's it's strange, but I mean, he looks dope. I mean, yeah, Fortnite, their character designs are always on point. Yeah. Like, that, that, say what you, like, people can hate on Fortnite all they want, but, like, their character designs are great. I love seeing, like... They produce some amazing music for that game, too. I mean, well, granted, when you got millions coming in every day, yeah, like, that's the thing. Fortnite, as a free-to-play game, like, that's what's, I think that's what's really cool about Fortnite, is that you truly do not have to participate in paying for anything. Yeah. It, the game itself is there. It works. You don't have to buy weapons. You don't... None of that. And everything that you buy in that game is purely cosmetic. Even if you buy, like, the levels for the battle pass and everything, it's all just cosmetics. My, my favorite was uh, someone was making fun of that. I think I was watching, like, Laser Beam once. And he, he was... It was the Cupid, uh, like, statue skin with the pink pants and everything. He would run around and stand on stuff and act like a statue, and no one figured it out. Like people would just walk past him, and he'd kill him. And he goes, he, and he straight went, "This game is now pay to win. This game is now a pay to win game." <laughs> but yeah, like that's like that, and I think Genshin Impact as well are two games where it's like, yeah, they're free to play. You don't have to spend shit. Yeah, you I literally mean, just play the game. Genshin is a little more like grindy with it because it's like at some point you need a certain element and things yeah. like that. But with Fortnite, it's purely just you can just play this shit, and it's it's amazing. Like if I if I had one game and like one console that I could play, I think I could just stick with Fortnite for a really long time and not get tired of it. Yeah, and then even better if you have friends to play with. Then, yeah, yeah, that, that could... really adds to the experience. Like, don't if you can play with friends because it's a it's a fun time. But yeah, uh, anything else you've been really playing around or watching? Uh, well, I did get my, my monthly Audible credit today. Nice. So I'm listening to Crazy Rich Asians now. <laughs> so instead of spending two hours watching the movie, I can spend 13 hours listening to the book, and I'm very happy. Nice. Yeah. Uh, 
I I haven't bought it yet, I'm, and I might have missed the boat, but I, I want to buy the Super Mega Book. <laughs> I think it might still be up. They only restocked the um, the paperback, uh, paperback edition. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's it's well worth a read. I recommend that one. Such a <laughs> there's and like five shower scenes. I love that it's Super Mega Adventure Book One. So there are plans for a sequel. In the epilogue, they set it up, and uh, is it like a Marvel post credit scene type shit? Kind of, but it's still just like Matt and Ryan and uh, General Jeffrey Dunham. Um, their <laughs> uh, their humor is the best. Yeah, and uh, it seems like the next one is going to be like a space odyssey. Great, <laughs> fuck yeah! So I'm very excited to see where they go. I just love that. Also, they called it as Super Mega Saves the Troops. Yeah, <laughs> like they they find a way to not only make fun of like these hardcore right wing like whatever assholes but also make it in a way that's like clever and funny yeah and there's there's a lot of that like in the book like i think they call someone a liberal cuck at some point <laughs> and uh yeah it's it's hilarious all right well i've been also playing well i guess anything else sorry I mean, the, no that, okay. just crazy rich asians for a while for now uh, I've also been playing a lot of Elder Ring. Still great. Uh, I'm stuck on I, th- I guess boss number three, uh, Rennie Rena. The yeah. her second phase is killing me because yeah, I need I need to be more aggressive. But I'm just like I keep I, I I'm not a, an aggressive player, which is probably why I need to respec once I beat her. Because I'm 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 rocking a double a double great sword, mm-hmm. heavier heavier armor, and I'm like maybe I should tone it back and see and like try some new shit. Um, but my goal with this game is to beat it like normal, start journey two, and then never play it for a while. And when I pick it back up, I can just start on journey two. Mm-hmm. So then I can go through and go, Oh, this, see, this game's easy. It's a breeze. Yeah. I, uh, I can't wait to do new game plus and absolutely waste that first boss after you wake up. That, that first little, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That one. Cause I was going to say the first one that's like in the tutorial section, Mm-hmm. It's like just a guard. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that guy was already easy anyway. But like, yeah, the first, like the scion. Yeah. Well, do you know what happens after you beat him and go on? No. Do you care if I tell you? Go for it. You die anyway. They oh. make, they, they you're, you're forced to die, but, but you get cool weapons if you beat him. Nice. Yeah. They, you have to die like for plot reasons. So like, I guess I, I still th- want the satisfaction of kicking his ass. Yeah. Well, no, see so you go up and you, and you go past him and there's like a spot and you stand on it and it literally just breaks and drops you. And you get your first you died screen, and I'm just like, what a fuck you from soft. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, this Elden Ring's great. Well, um, I think I'm gonna try my hardest to just I don't know, fine. Because how many times can you respec? Like, do you just spend runes to respec, or do you? You have to spend these things called larval tears. I got. Uh, where do you get those? They're just kind of like in chests on dead bodies. You probably have a couple of them and don't realize that you picked them up. I, I think I picked one up recently, so I have one. Yeah, I think there's like one or two actually in the Academy. All right, well, I need to um, probably go around the Academy more. But I'm also going to show you the best grinding spot for early game stuff. Yeah. It's going to help you out a ton. Because what I need to find also is some smithing stones. Because they, uh, with the update, they just made it to where enemies drop them a lot more easily. And I can also send you a video because there are um, many bosses that you can fight that drop bell bearings. 
And with those bell bearings, you can give them to the twins at the round table. Yeah. And um, they'll just sell smithing stones. Because I don't have any bell bearings. That was the problem is I need to find one at yeah. least. Yeah, because if I can get some smithing stones, I'm just going to r- r- upgrade my fucking sword till a point where I'm, I'm set and then beat some ass. I think it's like there's three specific ones that you can get and then they just keep in stock like every regular smithing stone that you can get. Well, yeah, because I have a lot of like the smoldering ones or the the, the upgraded ones mm-hmm. that I just have gotten that I'm like, I can't use yet, I guess. I found the guy who can upgrade with them though. Uh, what's his face? The, like the big, you go past the gate, which is a wall you have to hit and there's this guy just sitting reading a book and he goes, oh, Oh, uh, Iggy, I, I think. I think so, yeah. And he and like I talked to him, he's like, yeah, be careful. If I'm ever smithing, don't get too close. You might die. I and love I'm that. Like, Sick. He's one of uh, he's one of Ranny's boys. Oh hell yeah. So he's he's one of the good, the best characters. Right, I think. Sweet. Ranny's just got the one questionable guy who just wants to make a doll out of what's her face. Which I found where she goes. I think. If you need, it's that uh, like weird village that's like all torn up. The Alvanarx one. See, I went over there and I talked to her, and then it wouldn't give me the option to give her the potion. Mm. So I, I think I missed out on that part of the quest line, but it doesn't matter. Might have had to give it to her while she's at the round table, maybe. Yeah, I think so. But I, I finished it now. Um, Selvis just dies somehow. Good. Um, I think she probably since you didn't, since I didn't give her the potion, she just goes back and mercs him. So that's kind of cool, but I have three special dolls anyway, so I'm fine without her. But yeah, no, that uh, the game's great, and you should still play it. Um, I have also been going back and watching just movies. Like anytime I'm like, uh, I'm bored, mm-hmm. so like I'll be playing Elden Ring and I'll throw something on my phone that I have downloaded or whatever. Uh, and Batman Under the Red Hood is still one of the best fucking Batman movies I've seen. Like, cause. As someone who's read the comic, the comic has a lot of weird shit mm-hmm. because it's a comic in the D- like in canon DC universe. So like, Batman goes to talk to Superman and Green Arrow, and like, and you they fight Captain Nazi and shit, like all this weird shit. We were like, I'm sorry, what? And the movie just goes, let's trim all the fat. And it's written. The movie is written by Judd Winnick, the original comic writer, as well. Mm. So it's like he knew what to keep, what to. Do what's the difference? I like that. And the, the uh, have you seen on Red Hood? No, I I oh, haven't shit. even read the book. So there's the ending they change in the movie. So in in the book, it's it's a very weird ending of like there's an ultimatum and Bruce ch- actually makes a choice for it. In the movie, Batman just walks starts walking away, and he's like, "No, I'm not gonna choose." this outcome and it shows instead of the fret fragility of Batman in the comics where it's like, why would you do that? Yeah. Instead it shows, it, 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 it shows how fragile Jason well, is. It, in that it, br- it brings in that idea that Batman, like he won't kill someone, but like he doesn't really care if the Joker dies. He doesn't really care if somebody else kills two face or dent or Harry dent or penguin or whoever, he won't do it. But, like, realistically, it's like, look, yeah, I don't want Jason to kill people, but, like, I also know he's gonna. Yeah. Like, yeah, and and he'll confront him and really fucking beat him up for it, but it's like, you know Batman's not gonna lose sleep over Penguin dying. Yeah. He's not really gonna lose sleep. Like, it's, it's the thing of just, like, look, I didn't do it. 
I probably could have stopped it, but I wasn't there. It's a weird thing. Like, I, maybe I'm, I'm getting the wrong lesson, but you know what I mean. Like, it's, it's this idea of, like, it's that same Batman Begins mentality of, like, I don't have to save you when he let Ra's go die. Yeah. But, yeah. So speaking, def- speaking of the Penguin, that's another great TikTok trend. Uh, I don't think the I've people seen this that trend. are sitting there with the flashing lights, and they're like me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> microdosing on acid at the Iceberg Lounge, watching uh, Edward Cullen beat up the brothers from Teen Wolf. That's the one that got me was I'm was I'm sitting there going because I remember watching the the movie and going, are they the holy shit? It's both of them. <laughs> like I was like, oh fuck, it's the twins, and I think they're gonna be main characters in the Penguin show. They're like, I think they're Penguin's right hand people or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, holy shit, like that! I remember being in the theater going, I know those two. <laughs> like I I watched one of them was gay. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's awesome that that trend's hilarious because it's like I I also love also shout out to to Ariel commenting <laughs> on my shit saying like all this stuff of me going still haven't seen Twilight and I want to get her exact response because that shit had me dying yeah um all right yeah this is the exact response was I went I posted about the Batman I said I've seen this movie twice now and I can honestly say it's my favorite Batman movie and she goes God yes it was great to see what really happened when Edward left Bella in New Moon. And you responded like, or you responded like, yeah, he got a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. And I go, still haven't seen Twilight. And her response, Luke, you never cease to amaze me at how far you can push me to ending my life. <laughs> and my response is a good old Captain America quote of, glad I could be of service, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so shout, shout out to Ariel. <laughs> go follow her her uh, her Instagram. She She's a uh, part of... Uh, the book yeah. thing. She's also on TikTok and Instagram as the Sparkling Library. Yeah. So if you want to read or if you want to hear about, you know, the enemies to lovers and all the weird tropes that come with uh, young adult novels, go give her shit a look. She also has a, uh, a really cool thing she does on Etsy that's called Blind Date with a Book where you basically give her, okay, this is what I like, and then she'll pick something for you with, like, a little bookmark and stuff and send you, like, a little care package with this new book that you haven't read. And that's that's pretty fucking cool. I might actually do that, because, like, I, I want some really good books, but I'm, I'm, I'm very specific in the shit I like and the shit I don't like. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to... Maybe, maybe I'll just talk to her and be like, hey, by the way, recommendations, what you got? I mean, I'm sure she has a ton. She has shelves and shelves and a full cart of things that she's trying to read through. Well, it, it's funny because like, you look at my bookshelf and it's like Star Wars, Witcher, Mass Effect, Dragon Age, Halo, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. <laughs> Just like nerd, like nerd shit. But yeah, I don't know. I, uh, but yeah. But I watched Batman of the Red Hood. I watched... Um, I, I I haven't watched it yet, but I bought this the other day. Oh, the um the I remember seeing a bunch of like clips of that yeah, a couple years ago. This was the Batman, not the movie. <laughs> uh, the the Batman was the uh, animated series that came out after like Batman Beyond and Justice League and all that stuff. So it was the one that had to follow up, I mm-hmm. guess. And uh, it, it was, was the animation style for me, man. I just couldn't do it after seeing 
original animated series. I really dug it because of how angular and weird everything was. Some of the characters had great, like Clayface in that sh- in that show specifically was the best because you start out and he's just a cop. He's part of being a cop, and then he like his transformation to Clayface, becoming a villain and becoming like a tragic villain. It's actually really cool. And then you have things like the Joker being this weird dreadlock wearing crazy fucker with red eyes. Yeah, it, 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 everything was so weird about this show, but it still was just some somehow. I'm like, I like it though. This is really cool, and um, I like because it is young Bruce Wayne. He, but, but he's young Bruce Wayne with the playboy persona. So like, he's at like a basketball game, two girls on each side. Yeah. And I'm just like, God dang it, bro. Speaking of animated Batman, here's a little fun fact for you that may not know. In the original Batman, the animated series, they animated on black paper to keep the, the tone of Gotham correct. That's why everything is so dark. Yep. And it, it works so well. Apparently they, they did it and they were told they couldn't cause it was like illegal. Or some some problems with it? How? Uh, How is that illegal? It was something to do with like the health of kids' eyes. Like there was a whole thing about it of like, oh, what's going to damage something or whatever. There was a whole thing, and they had to fight tooth and nail to do it. And I'm glad they did because it works way better. Absolutely, like it's so it's so interesting seeing because obviously what we're talking about is the original animated series run. When you go to the new adventures of Batman and Robin, where they change the art style to fit the Justice League style more, yeah, it's still good, but it's definitely it's not as like stylistic. I miss. Uh, I would rather have the the gray suit Catwoman <coughs> as opposed to the weird angular black suit she had in that one. Yeah, bro, the animated series definitely shaped me. It shaped a lot of people's perception of Batman. Well, I'm, in total. I, well, that but like Catwoman. Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, <laughs> like yeah. every Batgirl when I was a kid. Anytime she had the the cowl off, I'm sitting here as like a like a freaking twelve year old, just being like, I'm about to simp. Yeah, like bruh. And then this was also, I think, before we had like the real, I think, Batwoman, or at least the the reintroduced one, because I think because they had a Batwoman movie, like Mystery of the Batwoman, or I guess two episodes, like a part one, part two thing. Yeah, I I remember that. And it it was this is I think that was before Kate Kane became the Batwoman we know now. Mm-hmm. But like there was that they had the Sub Zero, Mister Freeze, Mister Freeze, dude. I I I used to watch Pokemon VHSs every fucking day, and every single one of them had that Mister Freeze preview on it, and it had like the ice coming in off the sides of the screen. That shit was so cool, dude. Mister Freeze being who he is because of the animated series, Harley Quinn existing yeah. because of the animated series, like they it shaped. Batman mythos in it, a way. It's why the Arkham games are so good is because they go off of the the animated series. Mm-hmm. And to me, like that, that's the best thing is you can watch the Batman the animated series and just start playing the games. Like that's the thing is when people say like I want to get into Batman, where do I start? I literally would just point to the animated series. Yeah, it's and the, that's a that's a great way to get into it. It 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 tells you everything you need to know about Batman, and from there, literally just pick stories. Like, hey, do you want to see his origin story? Read your one. Do you want to see the rogues gallery on full display? Long Halloween or Hush? Do you want to see the Robin they didn't show you? Fucking read just Jason Todd's entire story arc of death in the family, under the red hood. Like, there's so many places you can jump into. Speaking of Long Halloween, I don't know if I brought it up. Yeah, I don't think you. I think the, you finished it. Yeah. Yeah, on the podcast, but I, I read through all of it, and uh, it was fucking incredible. 
very noir mystery focused um very good mystery very good twists the art was very appealing um i so, took some of the costumes are definitely very the catwoman iffy the catwoman costume stood out the most to me because it had like the the whiskers on it and i was like okay well everything else about this is cool but the the like curved whiskers i didn't really dig that but everything else was amazing i took screenshots of every panel where it's like the um the kill panels where it's all black and white and then you see the gun with like the the box of chocolates or whatever yeah like i'm gonna fucking use those as like a calendar or something the uh I still have it. <laughs> the, the the what's so funny <laughs> me, and that was I. It was funny because I was reading and that I just read that panel and then you sent me something that said what's, what's so, so funny. funny, and I was like, this is weird. <laughs> but yeah, so BJ, like, what would you say, like? What would you put Long Halloween in the, in the Batman comics you've read? Where was it? Where would it kind of sit? Uh, I would put it pretty close to the top, just because it's not like. You know, you don't have interference from other parts of the DC universe. It's basically just Batman, Dent, and um, Gordon, like, figuring out a mystery. And that is some of my top shit. There's not a ton of crazy gadgets. Um, There's a really good, like, B story with Batman and Catwoman trying to figure out, okay, will this work? They don't know that the other one is Bruce and Selina, who is also dating. Um, So it's, it's really good. I highly recommend reading it. I think you need to read Dark Victory next because that's the next story. I think that both uh, Jeff Loeb and I think it's Tim Sale, I think, did the art. That duo did Dark Victory, which is a real, also a really good book. Okay, I'll get into that one next. So yeah, that, I th- and I'm pretty sure that was their next one after Long Halloween, I think. Pretty sure. But I Long Halloween to me is like, it's so cool because it's very clear that when you read like Hush, mm-hmm. it was them going Long Halloween part two. Yeah. Because it's literally like, okay, let's get the whole rose gallery in there. A center focus is the Catwoman uh, Batman romance. And like, let's, let's, let's make it a mystery with, with some new character who we don't know about. And like, you know, so like that. So I'm like, this is, this is really good, really good. And I, I love Hush. I think Hush is a great storyline. Um, but it's so cool. Like, seeing like Long Halloween and like how. Over just over the years, hearing all about it, and then kind of finally really seeing the the effects of it on like the Batman. They did the animated part one and part two movies. Um, I'm just like good. We need we need more of these. Like I actually am very excited if they do stuff like this because they apparently are doing their their new universe uh, called the Tomorrowverse because it's the Superman of Tomorrow continuity, where they are going to. I think actually just start doing comic runs. So like they did Man of Tomorrow, which was a, it's original thing. And then Justice Society, which I'm pretty sure was original, mm-hmm. but then Batman got man, uh, got long Halloween part one and two. And they're like, no, we're going to do that. And so I'm hoping with newer characters, they just say, fuck it. Here's, here's a, a movie about that in this universe, doing this thing and whatever. Cause that's what I want to see. I want more of like, I'm cool with original storylines. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I want to see some of those the greats, right? Yeah, I want like that's why. Um, even though it's very awkward and uncomfortable to see seeing Judas Contract animated, and seeing how fucked up Slade was willing to like let this little girl pretty much think that oh I I'm I'm in love and like it, you take that it for advantage because 
that showed to me one shows how fucked up he is, but also how dedicated he is to his craft. That he's willing to play with this little girl's emotions, just so he and also how petty he is, just to fucking kill Nightwing. Yeah, and uh, speaking of the Judas contract, the the Teen Titans animated show adapted that very well for yeah. being a like PG TV show. That the Teen Titans show is honestly very solid. I bought the entire series recently, and it's still fucking incredible. Does it come with trouble in Tokyo? The ones that I got were, like, as they were released, DVDs. Mm -hmm. So I don't have, like, the big, nice box set or anything, but I do like Trouble in Tokyo. Wasn't that their, like, their finale, pretty much? Yeah. Yeah. I I hate that that got canceled. I Say what you will about Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans Go is fucking hilarious. I don't know if y'all saw the movie that they did, but uh, where they have to fix the timeline. Yeah, where they throw the pearls on Martha Wayne's neck and then push him into the alleyway. (laughs) And he does it with a smile. Like, they're like, yeah. And you see Bruce fall to his knees, and he's just like, huh? And Robin's there going, yeah, we did it. So fucked up. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny, though. It's one of those things where I'm like, they get it. And, like, the funniest thing, too, is there's a scene where you see on a shelf in the background a pot that says Jason Todd with a crowbar behind it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm just like, fuck. Like, Teen Titans Go is, is one of those shows where it's very much for kids, and then if you're adult, an adult, you get it. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of jokes you're like, oh, shit. No, yeah, it's... I, and I'm, I love that all of a sudden people are liking it now, because there was a point where people just hated on it, mm-hmm. and now a lot of people are kind of coming around saying, no, 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 this is pretty solid. I mean, I was definitely in that camp, because I was a huge fan of original Teen Titans. Well, yeah. And then seeing the the tone shift and then the the animation shift and everything i was like what are they doing mm. but it, oh no it, it's it's completely understandable considering that it, you know teen titans got canceled yeah instead of like properly finished so it's like yeah it absolutely was always going to have a negative look on teen titans go but i i like that they were that it became like well now that i'm far enough removed Let's watch it and see if this shit's really good. And it's like, it's got that Sonic Boom level meta quality to it. Yeah. Where you're like, if you're a fan of DC Comics, this show makes makes so many jokes on that. It's like, it's like um, although I will say Harley Quinn does it better. So if you haven't watched that show, you should. I I do really enjoy the Harley Quinn show. I'm I'm excited because apparently they wrote in a, they apparently made a full jo- episode about the joke that Batman won't eat pussy. I think I saw that where they, they full on were like, no, he, trust me, we're gonna. This will be a part of a thing. And like, you see Zack Snyder's artwork on that too. No, <laughs> apparently Zack's not. I I think it was Zack drew it. I if he didn't, then I I, I want to whoever the real artist is sure. But Zack posted a picture of Batman eating out Catwoman on a, on a rooftop and just said cannon. Hell yes. <laughs> and that here's the thing: it doesn't make sense for Batman not to eat pussy. <laughs> Because, like... Well, what was it, it? DC's whole thing was, that's not what heroes do. And I'm like, bullshit. Heroes eat pussy without being asked. I was going to say, you know who doesn't eat pussy? Lex Luthor. Exactly. He's a fucking dickhead. You know who doesn't eat pussy? The Joker. Mm-hmm. You know who does? Poison Bet you Ivy. Superman... <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does. But Superman's got that super gluck gluck 9,000. You know, you know who... Lois eat- sluts that man out every night. You know, you know, you know who. See, it's I. I love thinking about the sex lives of superheroes because they have superpowers. You know, Superman has to like 
buy beds in bulk. No, well, I was going to say, bro, you know the Flash can make his whole body vibrate. Yeah. That man, guarantee. Get, Iris West is one lucky woman, guaranteed. It was me, Barry. <laughs> the first time your first girlfriend touched your leg, I jerked you off at super speed and made you come in your pants. That... God, I want, dude, I want that, not that exact line, but just the, it was me, Barry, in the Flash movie. I mean, they did it with society. <laughs> yeah, so I hope to God we get, we get, uh, in the Flash movie, whoever plays Reverse Flash just straight up goes, it was me, Barry, because I will lose my shit in that theater. Yeah. God, no, dude, like, it, it's so funny to think about, though, because, like, yeah, like, like, when you really think, like, oh, yeah, I bet you Kryptonians are great in the sack. No mm-hmm. doubt. Um, Batman's peak physical condition. Guaranteed he's set. Back to back to that Batman point, though. Being the world's greatest detective and learning every form of martial arts, he must know how to eat pussy to get information. No doubt. Absol- like, also, right? world's greatest detective, guaranteed he knows where the G-spot is. Mm-hmm. As a thing. He's the only man in the DC <laughs> universe that can find the clit. <laughs> 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 Robin's 18th birthday. So okay, Dick, trust me. When when you do this, <laughs> he gives him a map with clues to get to the clue. <laughs> Jason died before he could learn, so Jason doesn't know where it is. That's why he's so fucked up. He's an incel because he doesn't know how to eat pussy and no woman wants him. T- Tim doesn't care anymore. <laughs> he, he left Stephanie for for Superboy. <laughs> Dude, talk about a power couple. Tim Drake and Superboy. No matter who the bottom is, (laughs) someone's hips are getting broken. Well, I think realistically they're not dating, but I still find it so much funnier that they both came out as bi around the same time where it's like, come on, DC's planning something. I can't wait for Super Stepsons. I didn't need that. <laughs> I didn't need that. Oh, thanks for that one. No problem. Shit. Oh my gosh. So title of the episode? <laughs> Super Stepsons. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna, before you said that, I was gonna bring it to Oliver Queen. I'm like, well, with him and Dinah being the only, like, canon couple who stays together... I think. I think they broke up at some point. But, you know, Oliver's got it packing, probably. Yeah. And, you know, Black Canary knows what that mouth do. I was going to say, I bet you, he can't. Re- they can't really, like, they got to put a muzzle on because she can't scream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like, does that, does it, like, auto come, like, can she control that? Or if she's in the middle of, like, climax, just boom, all the windows of the apartment are gone? I mean, when, when I come, I can't control <laughs> what I do. I'm just sitting there spasming like a fish out of water. Dude, there, there's a, there, oh my gosh, my favorite thing, Andrew Schultz is a comedian I love to see, but he has a joke where he's like, he's like, all like, he was saying like, girls, you all think that like, oh, I'm going to make him moan. I'm like, we don't do that. We do that for you. Mm-hmm. We don't got to make a sound. And, yeah. he, and my favorite, he goes, he goes, you think we were sitting in there in, in our parents' basements going, oh, <laughs> <laughs> 
he's like, oh, go me. No, we were sitting there like a ninja, just going. Um, <laughs> we have to ninja focus control our breathing so no one knows anything's up. No, because he, he was he was like he was like I'm sitting there at my parents' basement. Ma, what's for dinner? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so yeah, well, you got anything else you want to talk about? I think this is a great way to end the episode. Is yeah, we can't go any sex. higher than this. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> um, if you if you like this this episode, let us know because I I like it when we get off weird tangents because it's so, so much funnier. Yeah. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, follow us at uh, SideQuest underscore podcast. Me and BJ's accounts are there. Go check out the sp- the sparkling library. Yep. Yeah, go check out Errol's account. <laughs> Sorry, your t- your shout out is after this shit, <laughs> but hey, we we did a shout out before. It counts. Yeah. And this is the kind of conversation that me and Ariel have all the time. So <laughs> yeah, no, I I think even even then when I hung out with you guys, I feel a little anime convention. Like just the conversation quickly went from like, all right, so new guy around, what are we talking about? Immediately degeneracy. Yeah. Like shit was brought up immediately. So yeah. But yeah, so sh- shout out to her. Check her stuff out. Um, and yeah, as always, guys. Take it sleazy.